Hey there, my name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and of course share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Hey, hey, thank you so much for watching, listening. Of course, I want to invite you to subscribe. Why wouldn't you subscribe? Vote for the jokes alone. I know you're like, your jokes are horrible. It's really true, but still, the content here is really great. And I really believe in my soul and my heart that it can help you and really uh, grow you and make your life drastically better because of what God says through these series. So we're talking, we've been talking about uh, healing, uh, observations with healing. And I'm kind of saying on the side, a deconstructed healing. You know, like I said, pokey is deconstructed sushi. So we're looking at a healing that Jesus did in John chapter 5, 5, verses 1 through 16. A healing that Jesus did and deconstructing it, pulling it pieces and parts, uh, dissecting it, if you will. So we looked at some obstacles to healing in the first episode. Um, we looked at some uh, lottery mindset in the second episode. And now in the third episode, what I want us to look at is the conversation with Jesus. And this is from verses six through nine. And when Jesus finds out about this guy at Bethesda, house of loving kindness, there's a pool there. And if you remember last week, we talked about the lottery. The angel comes and stirs up the pool. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, you're like, it was some dude. I don't know. That's just what the Bible says. So I'm just taking it at face value. Angel comes, stirs up the pool. Somebody jumps in, they get healed. And the rest of the people don't. So Jesus Ask the man, and here's where the conversation starts. Jesus says, do you want to be well? And for this episode, I want us to think about in terms of agreeing with Jesus. Because in the obstacles we talked about in the first episode, the community and time and kind of a mindset struggle, uh, you know, the whole whole lottery thing, if we're not careful, those things can kind of distract or, or detract from agreeing with Jesus. So when you think about this conversation, I want you to appreciate that Jesus comes up to this guy who's been sick for 38 years, laying by this pool, Bethesda, with all these other sick people. And Jesus says specifically to him, do you want to be well? And I think this is really interesting because thinking about everybody, everybody by the pool pretty much is sick in some way, shape, fashion, or form. But Jesus picks this one guy. If you want to think lottery, you can do that. But he picks this one guy and he says, do you want to be well? And here's the conversation. I think Jesus asked us the same question. I brought that to your attention last week. Do you want to be well? And the man replies, I don't have anyone. I have no man to help me. We talked about, sometimes we look at humans. Last week we talked about that. Looking at humans to be our solution, be our help, be our healing. And then what happens, Jesus says to him in verse 8, And I think this is really important. This is the piece where we need to agree with Jesus. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Get up. There's three verbs. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. And I think when we agree with Jesus, we have to, we cannot just agree in our mind, you know, like mental consent, you know, theoretical agreement. But there's action to the agreement. There's action to the conversation. So when Jesus says to you, to me, do you want to be well? 
you know, we recognize there's not a human that can heal me. God can heal through humans, but ultimately it is God. It is Jesus who is our healer. And so in that conversation, Jesus says to us, get up, pick up your mat and walk. Three verbs. There's action. There's follow through. There's, there's motion. It's not just a mental assent and the idea like, oh yeah, I agree with you in theory, Jesus. But as it relates to application, you know, that's kind of a struggle. And, and I think when we, when we agree with Jesus in healing, then we put some action to that agreement. You know, we've heard this phrase before, faith without works is dead. And I think there's a piece to healing that requires our agreement as well as our participation, our activity. Because the guy could have laid on his mat there, oh yeah, you know, I want to be well, then get up, pick up your mat, walk. He could have said, well, you know, I just can't do those things. And I think sometimes we have these conversations. I don't know about you, but I have had these conversations with Jesus. That's really hard. I can't do that. I don't have the ability. Don't you recognize that that hurts? That's a wound. I, I'm impaired. This is a struggle, you know, whether it's my shoulder that I had a hard time with, a concussion a couple years ago. I've had physical impairments. I've had relationship struggles. I've had emotional issues. But when I have conversations with Jesus, he, he speaks to me. He says, Sarah, do you want to be well? I do want to be well. And I recognize that humans don't have the ultimate solution. You do. Then Sarah, I want you to get up, pick up your mat and walk. And that can be a variety of activities. That can be making changes in your eating. That can be making changes in your sleep routines and habits. That can be changes in, in the way you do conversations and relating to people. And you're like, well, I can't do that. No, but Jesus in you, Holy Spirit in you can help you. And when you find yourself weak and frail, I can't do that. Fantastic. That's an open invitation to look to Holy Spirit and say, please help. I can't, but you can help me. Please help me. Help me to speak. Help me to maybe hold my tongue. <laughs> Some of us, we need to not talk. Some of us need to know what to say. Some of us need to make changes in our, in our routines, in our, in our behaviors, in our, in our mindsets. Some of us need to put new things into our souls, into our hearts. Maybe we need to start memorizing. I was looking at it this morning. I was working on Psalms 46 and doing some memorizing with that because I need to change some of the internal mindsets, some of the internal meditations that happen. Do I want to be well? I do. So get up, pick up your mat and walk. Let's do some, put some activity into our healing. Let's put some agreement. Let's put some action into what Jesus says. Jesus says, get up. Okay, then I'm going to get up I'm, and I might struggle. I might have a little bit of some weak moments. I might have some, some, you know, fall downs or trip or whatever. I might have some regressions, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to pick up my mat. Sometimes I think we have to pick up responsibility for ourselves and stop blaming people and stop being a victim. Pick up our mat. It's my responsibility. This is my stuff. And if I want to walk in freedom, freedom and responsibility are linked together. So if I, whatever is my mat, whatever is my responsibility, and you're like, well, that's heavy burdens, cast them on the Lord. Of course, of course. But there's a piece and a part where the, we have responsibility. There are things that, that belong to us that we, we carry. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It's constructive. And walk. Start putting some motion. Start moving in the direction. 
Because if we're not moving in the direction, whether it's, you know, with our time, with our actions, our energy, some activity, whether it's taking a walk. I remember I had a friend of mine tell me a couple of years ago, hey, Sarah, you know, you're putting on some weight. This is a nice friend who had very good diplomacy skills. Um, and they said, you're putting on some weight. Why don't you think about taking a walk every day? You don't have to do a long walk. Because I was thinking, I got to exercise heavy, you know, and work out and sweat and all that. And my friend was like, no, 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 just take a walk. Take a 20, 30-minute walk every day. Go outside your house. You don't have to just do, be consistent with it. And I was like, that is so helpful. There's action. There's motion. And so I think when we have conversations with Jesus, ultimately, let's agree with Jesus. That's kind of my, my final, final directive to you in this episode is let's agree with Jesus and whatever he says. Let's put some action into that. So thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Make sure you hit the notification bell right there. And here's a question for you to answer. And this is a simple question. You can do it easy. No problem. Do you like sushi? <laughs> You're like, ah, do you like sushi? And you can say yes, no. You can say, I like vegetarian sushi. Just whatever it is. Do you like sushi? That's the quick little question for you to answer. And here is our magnificent joke. We say with, again, dripping sarcasm. Um, I think this one's, oh my goodness, a really good one. And I had it right here ready for you. And then something changed. I got to get it. Okay, here it is. My wallet is like an onion. <laughs> when I open it, it makes me cry. <laughs> That was pretty good. Uh, of course, next week will be the penultimate joke, maybe of all times. Thanks again. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.